Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. Let's talk about the giveaway here because we're going to run out of time, but the, the giveaway is so awesome. So we're going to give away this thermostat. You have to go over and register at aroundthehouseonline.com and just look for the contest button. It's over there. But here's the key. You got to have who Caroline's movie crush actor is. Aww. Who am I now, here's a little, here's a little. Here's a little tease. This is the little thing that you need to listen to. And this might be a clue for you. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. Where we talk everything about your house every single weekend. Thanks for joining us. Caroline, how was your week this week? Hey, it's been a crazy one. I mean, so many things. We have so much content we could talk about. It's just been out of control. I don't even we know where to totally start. We totally miss home improvement. <laughs> we could. It's going to become just the talk show. <laughs> the talk. Yeah, forget about the home improvement thing. We're just going to talk about our weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been crazy. So I lost my credit card, which I didn't know was lost until some mysterious Uh-oh. woman contacted me on Facebook Messenger. And you know how that goes. She says, I have something that might belong to you or belongs to you. And I'm like, what is At this? At first you're like, that's a scam, right? Right. And we have, Eric and I have like 5,000 followers each on Facebook, right? So I've got tons of followers and I get a lot of these weird cryptic messages that I kind of ignore. <laughs> is this a sad story? <laughs> Caroline lost her credit card. She's down on her luck. So she kindly reached out to me on Facebook and she said, you know, I don't know who you are. I found you, but I think I have something that belongs to you. So I was like, and then I start thinking like, oh my God, did I lose something? Like your mind starts going like, what did I drop? Oh my God, is it personal? I'm like, what? Yep. But it was just a credit card. So I had to go pick that up (sighs) over the weekend. That was nice though. She returned it. How about you? What was going on? Oh man. So I had, this was pretty cool. I had Julie's birthday was this last weekend and and this weekend is our anniversary, which is awesome. But I was doing, I love good customer service from a company, especially when you would deal directly with them. So I got not, Julie wanted roller skates, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh my gosh, the roller sp- skates are going to be the inexpensive part. The medical bills are going to be the expensive part. But <laughs> oh we'll go God. down this road. So I order skates, give them plenty of time. They're coming out of California, which is usually a two or three day trip here via the shipping company. I'm not going to bag anybody, but (laughs) I realized like on Wednesday or Thursday, when I jump on the app and the shipping company is like, we seem to have uh, had an emergency and we're not sure where the package is. (laughs) And I kind of got out of the customer service person when I pried 
that maybe the truck had gotten stolen and they couldn't find the truck with the stuff on it. It's so random though. Like, how do you, how do you lose a, oh, wait, 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 back up. They're roller skates. Yeah. First off, you need to describe these roller skates and how exactly do you lose roller skates <laughs> and where do lo- roller skates go when they end up missing? Like, is somebody getting a package right now and they're opening the box and they're like, what do I do with these? So back Are they up. putting them on? <laughs> they're this cool dusty blue, you know, this bl- blue 70s color with the yellow wheels and, and uh, white laces. And so they're super just awesome skates. But this was not like it was out for local delivery. It was on the big ground truck heading from L.A. to Portland, Oregon. So it wasn't <laughs> like it was delivered at the, lo- at the wrong spot. It hadn't even made it to my local place yet. So it was MIA. Somebody skating so, on your time and on your dime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, so it was crazy. Well, so here's what happened. I reached out to these guys and I'm like, oh man. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to pay for overnight. Because this was like on Thursday that I realized, oh, it's been two days. Now we've doubled the shipping time and they're still not here. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. And I'm like, okay, what's it going to cost me? And they're like, no, we got gotcha. you. And they overnighted the skates to me to, and Paul skate Aww. did to, to take care of it. And, Here's what's weird is the famous shipping company that I won't name out there. About eight o'clock, I noticed that my sensors on my front is going off. Uh-oh. And there's a driver dropping it off on Saturday night at my front door, the second box. So you got two pairs of skates. Yeah, so I'll ship one back, but I was just like, wow. They found it eventually. <gasps> but it was five days late from the original shipping date, but it showed up and I was just like, Oh, come on shipping company. But those guys went above and beyond. Um, What's the name of the company? They just take care. Impala skate. These guys were Impala? awesome. Impala. Impala. Yeah. Nice. Shout out super to Impala. Cool, super easy to work with. And I, I was super impressed by them. So hats off for killer customer service. You know what I'm super impressed about? What? Y- you can roller skate like that's pretty amazing i don't think i could roller skate at this point i'd like to see that here we go another episode eric g on in roller skates and baby blue no less with yellow those are for julie i'm gonna i'm gonna Uh, gonna go roller skating this week so you wait uh there'll be some video i'll get uh, we'll we'll post it up we'll post that's hot like i gotta see this come on we need photos (laughs) i want to see your skates we'll have some photos we'll have some photos (laughs) Hey, by the way, I want to talk about our contest real quick before we get into how to create a healthy home. Let's talk about this real quick. Mm, this is exciting, guys. Because we've got, yeah, we're going to be giving away this Ecobee thermostat that you've been watching us tease on social media. And then the next hour of the show, don't want to go away here when we're done with this hour because you need to catch that next episode because we've got uh, Ecobee here in the studios. We're going to be talking about all the crazy thing that this thing. I didn't know all the things that this thing can do. It's pretty impressive. Oh my gosh. It's amazing, guys. Like you can monitor your temps, your humidity. It can tell you who's in a room and change the temperature according to who goes to a different room. I mean, oh my gosh, it's really insane and helps you save on energy, which is the best. Yeah. So if you're in the U.S. here, we're going to be giving away one of these, uh, you know, uh, and the key is with this is that you have to put in Caroline's favorite movie actor he's movie so he's he's big time he's big time and let's give away a clue here because we've got a good clue for this and a little obscure but here it is (laughs) 
I'll see you in another life when we are both cats. It's so creepy. <laughs> kind of sounds like Jared Leto, and it's not. <laughs> like, it's not. But here's another clue, though. And another little clue is we talked about it in the last couple weeks as well. You can grab it in the podcast out there. She can go back and listen to that too. And yes, we are trying to, to get you to listen. Ha- oh, go ahead. Yep. No, just, yeah. Just go over to roundthehouseonline.com, hit the contest page and put in that actor's name with all your contact information. And uh, we'll be giving away the, uh, giving that away in a couple of weeks. So uh, make sure to enter to win. And you yeah. have zero chance of winning if you don't enter. And, and you have you to put my secret crush. And yes, we are trying to get you to listen to old episodes. So it may be, you know, a couple episodes back. But I say Yeah, yeah, it's there. It's there. All right, Caroline, let's talk about creating a healthy home. Because I think right now with the news that's out there, people kind of getting back to work. And I think that fall, winter, office cold or flu bug is going to be going around Mm -hmm. like it has in other years. We've got smoke going across the U.S. We've got all these different things happening right now. I wanted to dive in today and really kind of talk about how to create that healthier home, even if you're not going to go out and spend big money. What are some of those things you can do to make your house healthier? Yeah, well, I think, you know, just with our guest, too, that's coming up in the next hour, the Ecobee, like an easy, smart thermostat, right? That's a huge thing because we want to control humidity. And we talked about that. Um, So you guys have to follow why it's so important to monitor your relative humidity and to make sure it's between this 30 and 50% range, maybe a little higher, maybe a little lower, right? But always in this range to help keep down bugs and dust mites and mold and all these creatures that thrive on moisture. And Eric will tell you like the, you know, temperature, you can have something set at 70, right, Eric? But you feel much hotter based on the humidity level. Absolutely. If you've got 65% humidity and it's 70 degrees in the house and it feels warm and hot in the house, you can be at 70 degrees and have it down to 45% and it feels like a 10 degree difference to me. And so it's depending on how your body does it, but it senses it and it's a big thing. And so that humidity level, you don't want high humidity in a home because it allows all these bugs and and microbiologicals and mold and all these things to start growing. And even with COVID, like COVID's a perfect example. The study showed us that the higher the humidity in the house, the longer the COVID virus would hang in the air. So by controlling that relative humidity, you're going to keep viruses down and flus. And if you go too low, then it dries out your sinuses and the viruses can go in. So that's why that optimal level is so key. And I'm sure you get sick during the winter, just like I do. Everybody's always getting that seasonal cold. Oh, yeah. And I I take allergy medicine all the time just because... I've got the the dust, mold, and all these grass allergies and everything else, and and um, my house is really clean from that. And we'll talk about this when we come back because we're running out of time in this episode. But the thing is, is really you can do so much to control the cleanliness inside your house. And we're going to have some tips when we come back because I think that's one of the keys. I mean, you got me straightened around just by, and this was one of the other, you know, years ago when you were first on the show about, me wearing shoes and boots inside my house, walking in the front door and not kicking them off. And there's so many things like that, including a story that we just put up on Around the House online this last week as well, which is a key part of this. We'll talk about that just as soon as Around the House returns. 
Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, where we talk everything around your house each and every weekend. Thanks for joining us. Well, Caroline and I are diving into her wheelhouse, right? Yeah, a little bit. Healthy homes, kind of 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) I love making homes healthier, and I can help you too. Exactly. This is what you've been doing over the last few decades and your expertise and I always learn a lot from you every time you come on and do it. Now you're part of the show. So, it's, so you I don't have to, have hear to it like all the time. wait to learn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy because of COVID too. I mean, now we're, you know, it seems in the New York metro area, we're going back into lockdown or at least going lockdown with masks. And so I just found out that uh, the MetLife building here in New Jersey is requiring, even with vaccines, everybody's got to be masked up for work. And um, we saw some buildings now are closing in New York. So it seems like we're heading in not the greatest direction. So we've got to improve indoor air quality as much as we can in buildings for sure. It was interesting. Julie and I went out to dinner, you know, for a birthday and walked into the restaurant and it said masks recommended, walked in, not a single person inside was wearing a mask, including the staff. Uh-oh. <laughs> They're going like, rogue, everyone. Huh. That was the that was the company recommendation on the wall, and not a single person was following that. I was like, that's funny. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, huh, that sign doesn't relate in here too well. And I can't cast stones. I wasn't wearing one either. So that's what it was. <laughs> I don't know what'll happen. I'm supposed to see guns and roses on Thursday. So here we go. Go into oh, the yeah. big arena. I haven't been to that in a go. while. So I'm bringing a mask. That'll be good. I will bring masks and I think I will kind of gauge it as I get there and see how, you know, you have to walk inside the arena, you know, the interstitial Mm -hmm. parts of the arena that are closed in. I think I would wear a mask there just because you're looking at, you know, a lot of people. Um, But then once you get your seat, maybe it's okay. So let's talk about it. When you come home from an event like that and you've got your house, Mm. what should you do? To not drag whatever you grab from that, which could be dust, it could be dirt, it could be viruses, smoke. it could be mm-hmm. smoke, Perfume. it could be anything. Yeah, exactly. Vape. Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing you want to do is make sure you always shower. I mean, I don't care where you're going. If you're in a big communal area with a lot of people, we transmit these things all the time. So if somebody comes in and they've got pets, right, or they have, maybe they were recently at the gas station, they carry that stuff on their clothes and you don't see it right? But as an indoor air quality professional, I test it. So you pick up all this stuff on your person and then you're going to go sit on your couch and put that on your couch and then it gets into your air. So when you're in a communal space, you really want to come home and take a shower and just, you know, put all that stuff out, either air it outside or bring it in right and put it in the laundry and immediately wash up. So it's, we carry these things. We're all a community and we bring these things with Mm -hmm. us. You know, and people don't recognize that. And so it's it's important to try to keep things clean before you have to work on your house. You know, try to do it from the get go, like you said, when you come in. Like you taught me shoes off at the front door, right? hundred percent. Don't drag oh, that yeah. stuff in because that's that's an easy one there. That's so basic. Uh, then- if you're at a concert and you're walking around in mucky muck, right? I mean, forget it. You got beer spillage and cigarettes and uh, vape. And, beer's probably the cleanest thing. Yeah, down I mean, there, to be seriously, <laughs> that's probably like sterile. Yeah, that's the that's the best part of that is probably puke. what that is. More like puke. But then, yeah, <laughs> trust me, there's plenty of that. So, 
okay, so let's talk about inside now. You've got yourself cleaned up. Now what? Because there's a lot of new technology that I'm learning for cleaning that air inside your house that is that is going to react if you had that. If you invested a little bunch, a little bit of money into your system, there's new technology that'll help grab that out of the air, right? Yeah. And you can go with a portable system or you can go with something on your HVAC. So in your case, you know, Eric just put in this fantastic um, carrier system. So, I mean, he's got, tell him about the stages of disinfection that you have for your air. Yeah. So I've got um, the carrier system. They've got a really nice UV filter that goes into a pleated filter that's got a high MERV rating on it. I can't remember exactly what it is, but, and then it's got carbon strips that go through that filter that are negatively charged. So yep. it attracts any particles that are in the air and captures into the static. filter. Yep. Yeah. So it grabs that way, that way. And then it goes through my system. And then when it kicks out, this isn't made by carrier. It's made by Aris, but I've got their air scrubber, which also cleans the air and then makes it, it kills viruses and all that other stuff on the way out. And so I've got kind of two different stages within the system to take care of that. Are they running that scrubber? Is that a Merv? Are they running a HEPA or what's that filter? Do you know? Geez, six inch filter. It's a big, big filter and it's about 70 bucks. So and who a, put that in or who filter. recommended you to go with the additional air scrubber? Was it the HVAC company? Um, and how do you know it's not slowing down your CFM? Because that's a big thing, right? So when we put filtration onto an HVAC system, we're creating a lot of static pressure. So you have to make sure these things, like you can't just opt to put these on, people. You have to know exactly what you're utilizing because otherwise it will slow up your CFM and then damage your unit. So how did you know that this one would work with your unit and, and who recommended it? So the one on the front side, which is the one that comes standard with this level with the uh, carrier infinity system. So that's part of that system. So that was, that's kind of like the the standard equipment with that. So that's Mm -hmm. what they recommend there. Now, the one that comes out afterwards, first off, I could even put in another system after that because the carrier system is variable speed. So it adjusts to whatever the back pressure is. Mm -hmm. So it actually has a computer in it that adjusts to whatever it is. I can see exactly even how much air leakage is off of my thermostat that says, okay, you've got how much duct leakage? It's that smart of a system. So Mm -hmm. it actually gauges to that. But the way the other air scrubber comes in, it's got like a honeycomb mesh and it just goes in the airstream. So as it goes through, it has that, I think it's UV based as well as it puts out those hydrogen peroxide particles, no ozone, but it creates those. It's that hydroxyl system. And so that goes out and then it, when that falls out of the air in my house, it actually kills the different uh, viruses, the different, uh, bacteria. Viruses it's like hydrogen peroxide, if you will. It puts off a hydroxyl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hey, when we come back, we'll talk more about that since we're out of time. I'm Eric G. I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around, Around the House. Angelina, and you're listening to Around the House with Eric G.
rocking everything around your home, including healthy homes today. Welcome back, Caroline. Hey, hey guys. So we just got done taking a deep dive into the technical specifications of my system during the commercial break there. HVAC and uh, now, now we know. For those. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about me. No, actually, we were talking <laughs> about my heating and cooling system. <laughs> we talked about a system. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That was brutal. <laughs> so... Anyway, now that we know, I do not have a HEPA system in here. I have a MERV 15 system. Which is good. I mean, yeah. so with residential, typically you cannot put, unless it's been structurally designed prior to the you know imp- implementation of your HVAC system, you're not going to be able to put a, a HEPA on. But Eric's got a, a MERV 15, which is pretty good, and he's got significant filtration. And on top of it, he has... An aura. Well, I've got UV system. there on the front end on that on that as well. Mm-hmm. So that UV does something and that helps along. And then I've got the air scrubber on the back end. Yeah. So that comes out of the unit with that. So I've got multiple things going on. And for an air scrubber, just so people don't confuse it, if you're a, con- a remediation contractor, like when we think air scrubbers, we typically think HEPA filtration, big scrubbers, right? We use them in yeah. hospitals. We use them for commercial remediation. But in this case, it's a hydroxyl system that's basically putting out hydroxyl particles that are released into the air. And as it you know goes through the air and hits on different things, whether it's a virus, bacteria, maybe a volatile organic, it'll neutralize it. So that's what Eric has. So no HEPA, but he's got hydroxyl system, UV light, which is great. And UV, if that shoots back towards your coil on your HVAC system, that's even better because it's going to shine some light and prevent your coil from getting moldy, mildew, all the stuff that Mm -hmm. happens in your HVAC. Um, And so that's why the UV lights are great for that. That's awesome. And then, but there is a better system out there that you were talking about as well. And that is the, the heated HEPA, right? Yeah. So that's new technology that just launched during uh, 2020 with COVID. Um, And they haven't perfected it with the use of residential yet. But I mean, I think that's where this industry is going. And it's a heated HEPA filtration. So it's HEPA with a heat component that gets up to 400 degrees um, Fahrenheit without changing your ambient air temperature. So you've got this filter that gets extremely hot. And you can imagine if you pull in a volatile organic, you pull in a mold spore, a mycotoxin, a virus, COVID-19, it's going to eradicate this with temp, which I like, and then capture it in, in in a HEPA filter. So to me, you know, you don't have any additional byproduct being produced. You don't have to worry about ozone. You don't have to worry about the hydroxyls. Um, Even with UV light, you have to be careful that you're using UV technology that doesn't have ozone. You know, people don't know the difference. Sometimes the UV light bulbs do produce ozone. So, Um, but yeah, I think that's where it's going, the heated HEPA. I think they just need to perfect it a little bit more and it's going to be a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And so that's, that's out there right now. You're saying it's used a lot in commercial systems and large systems and not so much in residential or that's yeah, kind of the way it's going. They're getting better at implementing it in large systems. Um, and then also they're using it in freestanding. So you can get, you know, smaller purifiers, travel purifiers, and then huge venue purifiers, which are big that do about 50,000 cubic feet. So say you were at a concert, there are these tall towers that look like kind of light up green. We had them at the Super Bowl. Um, and they will use that heated HEPA filtration we talked about. And so that'll eradicate COVID. And I'm thinking we're going to see a little bit more of that now that, you know, maybe we're seeing breakthrough cases. So yeah, who knows? Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, that's coming soon to a system, but you can buy them now for your, for as a standalone unit to put in your house as a, as a air scrubber that way. Yep. hundred percent. Nice. Okay. That's cool. 
So one of the things that I wanted to take a switch now and talk a little bit about some of the things that you can do around your house, because, you know, it's funny, you and I know some things about our homes. There's other, a lot of our listeners do as well. But one of the common th- things that I see when I'm over at friends' houses and we're cooking and, you know, maybe you're having a little bit of a dinner party and somebody's in the, on top of the range or cooktop cooking, but they never turn the fan on, it seems, because, well, it's loud, it's obnoxious, Noisy. and the noise, and they want to talk. But all that stuff is going up into their air, and even when it's a big gas range. And I've told you, you and I have talked and joked about this, but if you cook without any kind of vent fan over your range, right? Whether you have gas, I mean, gas just makes it worse, but electric cooktop as well. You, your air quality from a particulate standpoint is equal to a city, a major city in India and people that blows their mind. And you and I've talked about this, like that particulate gets so high from cooking that the pollution level is equivalent to a large city in India. Wow. So that yellow and red, when you see on the, on the uh, a particulate matter of the indoor, you know, the outdoor air quality in those cities, you have now created that inside your home by not pushing a button. Exactly. And it's really that simple. And some people just don't have fans. Like I don't understand code, how they can get away with it. But I know that, you know, certain, certain um, states just don't have code for that. And that's just ridiculous to me. Like that particulate level affects so many things in the body. When you get high particulate and pollution, it can increase gene states. It can activate Alzheimer's and cognitive decline. I just saw a study at a brown new tone. Actually, maybe we could pull it up. Um, if you type in brown new tone, I think it came out okay. of the Alzheimer's Association. Um, they were talking about the relationship between cognitive decline and pollution in your home, indoor air quality. And so we've known this for a long time. I mean, coming out of universities and stuff, these studies have been around, but they brown new tone just put one out. I saw it on social media, which I thought was pretty cool. It's funny because great example. So my state here that I'm in, in Oregon and Washington, for instance, when you do a remodel, you are required to put that, um, you know, that vent hood in that vents all the way outside. You're required by law as far as building code to put that in. And many states only sit there and say that you have to have some kind of air fan, even the recirculating ones, which don't do anything, or they say there's some states, and I think like North Carolina, South Carolina is one of them, where they say, well, as long as you've got a window in the area or something like that, and then you're not required to put a hood in. And only in the last decade did they do that here. But uh, I think it's super Crazy. important. And just because you build it to meet code, that's minimum as far no. as I'm concerned. You need it's- to do it so it's healthy. Oh, it's crazy. I I can't even believe they even like, it's just not common sense. And also those ventless um, fireplaces are a big issue where they just have, they actually have gas hooked up and you're running a propane with no vent. That is also common. Oh, that's healthy. produces so much carbon monoxide and then people get sick and oh my God, it's horrible. I'm trying to find that study too. Yeah, we'll do that. Let's talk about that study in the last segment. We'll talk about that here when we come back uh, in a few minutes. But it's one of those things that we do so much inside our home that gets trapped in there. And we need to do a good job. It's just like taking the vent fan in the bathroom. You know, so many people have just a window and you're, you're hoping that that moisture makes its way out. And they don't yeah. even have a vent fan in, in a, like a, you know, 1920s home. Exactly. And I mean, I put in a huge Panasonic one in my bathroom because I've got a steam shower. I've got, you know, a huge, massive amount of 
moisture that I'm jamming into a very closed up space. That's not even that big. And it's yeah. amazing now that I, you know, I get out of the shower and I can take a look at that steam coming out of the shower. And it just goes right up. <laughs> I mean, I can sit there and take a really hot shower now. And my, my window doesn't even get steamed up in there. I mean, the mirror doesn't because it's going that's right great. up into the fan, which is exactly what I want it to do. And that's where really planning this out and not creating something that's going to have mold is a big deal. Oh, no. And you definitely need to. I, I, I have a Panasonic um, Whisper, which I like. Yep. They're really quiet. I also have a Brone New Tone. So, mm -hmm. I mean, these bathroom fans have really come a long way. You know, they're providing a lot of good CFM, which is your power, right, to remove. But they're yep. quiet. And you don't hear them. I mean, I it's so interesting. I'll put mine on and I'll and I'll have to go check it because I'm like, is it still on? Is it not on? I mean, they're really quiet, aren't they? They are. And in my bathroom, I put it on a um, humidity control in there. So I hit it when I come on. That's great. When I walk mm -hmm. into the bathroom, I just touch it and it runs now until it gets the relative humidity down to the preset relative humidity that I set it for. And it'll run and run and run and run until it gets it down to there. Oh, and and I needed to have that in that room. Explain to people, so, you know, for a layman, you know, normally people just think of a switch for your bathroom fan, but you can actually have a sensor, one built into the actual fan itself, but you can also have it built into the switch. Correct. Um, my house, because it was built in 1977, didn't have enough wires and I wasn't going to fish it up into that to make it so I could use the humidity sensor, which was an option for that. Mm -hmm. And so instead I bought a switch that would do that. So when it when the fan and light come on, it's, you know, it's pumping out the air outside that we want to get rid of that humidity and everything else in that room. So the nice thing with that is that it, it senses that and it'll run it. Because the problem that we have is people just put it on a regular light switch. You'll walk in and out of the bathroom, hit the switch, you walk <laughs> out, you switch it off like you do everything else. And now you've got all that humidity. And now a quick message from Indeed. Finding that perfect hire can feel like searching for a needle in a bottomless haystack of resumes. Indeed makes hiring fast and simple with a 135 skills test to help candidates prove that they have the experience that your job requires. Their powerful hiring platform even helps you schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site, which is probably why Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. To learn more about finding your next great hire, visit indeed.com slash credit. Hey, we're running out of time here. When we come back, Let's uh, jump into this study because it's very, I'm very curious about this, what Caroline's talking about. We'll do that just as soon as Around the House returns. Today's indoor air quality tip is brought to you by Pyramid Heating and Cooling and PyramidHeating.com. When was the last time you changed your air filter? Do you have pets? Your indoor air quality is directly affected by the amount of pollution you're bringing indoors. Pets, open windows, maybe a dirty crawl space or basement, or lack of ventilation in your kitchen can all load up that air filter. Always check your system and make sure you're using the correct filter that the system was designed for. You know, those cheap one-inch air filters are meant to protect your system and not take out indoor air pollution. Basic HVAC systems might need their filter changed every month, or if you have something more high-tech like my system, it could be every nine months to a year. I recommend that you get your best filter you can afford as the better filters take out more pollutants out of your indoor air. To thrive in the great indoors, visit PyramidHeating.com, Oregon CCB 59382. 2 That's PyramidHeating.com.
to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, where we're mm-hmm. wrapping up segment one. This is our full first hour, and all of a sudden we blasted through indoor air quality so far, <laughs> and we still got so much to talk about, right? Yeah, it's crazy. So we found the study. Um, so actually, just to clarify, Brown Newtone actually posted this up on their social media, which I thought was amazing. They're a, obviously a, a high... Um, ventilation company that's one of the top in the country so they got this information from the alzheimer's or alzheimer's association international conference the aaic at 2021 in denver and they're basically showing that air quality improvement may slow cognitive decline and reduce dementia risk and they talk about it in relationship particularly to older u.s women which was interesting this is crazy yeah this is fascinating how it can reduce and slow that cognitive decline so uh, maybe i've got hope with this new system i put in i might be slightly better off (laughs) you're gonna be a genius into your 90s there we go (laughs) hope something happens good like that you know i mean that's and and i've dealt with you know you know friends and relatives and everybody else that's gone through this stuff and it's it's tough so if there's something you can do inside your home i mean it could be as simple as just hitting your vent fan on your on your range and making sure that you've got the bathroom fan working. Right, you know? reducing I mean, this particulate because that's what they're showing. They're saying that a reduction in particulate matter uh, smaller than 2.5. So what that is is, and that's what I was talking about earlier with the pollution from cooking and how you create this really bad indoor air quality equivalent to a large city in your home. If you keep doing that and you're cooking without a vent fan, you're going to be creating a condition that could increase your risk over, you know, say a 10 year period of getting one of these cognitive diseases, or in fact, just in decreasing your cognitive decline. So it's important, you know, to really step up your ventilation and filtration. You know, it's interesting, and this makes sense. And this is by no means a scientific statement nor study here, but everybody that I know that had, you know, real Alzheimer's, worked and lived in a high particulate matter environment in their life. That's interesting. You know, I'm thinking about the two people that I know, what they did, all the stuff they did. One of them was a World War II vet that was in my grandfather who was in Iwo Jima and, you know, South Mm. Pacific type stuff. And then ended up being a, you know, uh, working on a, on a ranch you know, and again, nobody was wearing dust masks. And the yeah. other person that I know of was a contractor for years that never owned a dust mask in their life. And Same. so no matter what they did, they were breathing and all that stuff as a home builder. And you look at that and go, huh. All right. And in my surprising. little world of knowledge, that's an interesting <laughs> discussion. You know what I mean? It up and applies. And anything we can do. I mean, look, losing any kind of cognitive capability later into your years. I mean, you really need to be you know, aware of what's going on and, you know, you worry that someone else is going to have to take care of you. So the more we can contribute to having better clarity as we age is so important. And I mean, using filtration, using ventilation, making sure that you have good air exchange, low particulate. I mean, that seems just like common sense to me. Why not? I killed enough brain cells as a kid. I don't need to kill anymore. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) I'm sure that's how you killed them, right? Uh, No, no. That doesn't continue today at all. So let's talk (laughs) about bringing in stuff into your home, Caroline. This is, again, way in your wheelhouse because you're an expert at this. Bringing in stuff that contributes to 
chemicals inside your home, like cleaners and perfumes and all the different stuff that you see that you can bring in your house, air fresheners, right? Yeah. All that different stuff. What's your recommendations on that? And we only got about three or four minutes here before we have to go to our interview with Ecobee. And we got to talk about that giveaway mm. as well. But what are your recommendations on some of these things you drag into your house? I mean, everything you bring in, let's keep it simple. Everything you bring in produces either a vault or organic. It may produce a particulate. So choose things to come into your house that are necessities. You know, you don't want to get into clutter. And I think you and I are going to do a show about hoarding and clutter because it's a really big problem. You just don't need to store that much stuff. And then it becomes a problem. And you can't clean, you know, when you have a lot of stuff in the house. So reducing the amount, let's just keep it simple, will really help, you know, reduce vault organics and also dust and all of that stuff. So keeping things simple, no cluttering is really important. And storing all those chemicals outside the house, not yeah, inside the house as well. Right. Like obviously storing shed. toxic stuff out in a shed and anything attached to the house will help elevate those VOCs in a, in a short, in a short one minute brief synopsis. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, let's talk about our giveaway and tease everybody mm. with that because we're going to talk about Exciting. that in the next, next hour here as well. But we're giving away that Ecobee smart thermostat with voice control, which is super cool. It is so cool. What if you tell it like, hey, you go be, um, make me a cocktail. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It. You just have to have that machine that makes you a cocktail, which we need to work <laughs> on. That way we can have one in each studio here in the West Coast and East Coast studios. But Eric has it where he can trigger a shower to go on. How cool is yeah. that? Like, just turn on the shower for me. Absolutely. And I can have it tune in the music and adjust the temperature voice-wise, which Sweet. is cool because, like, if you've got a face full of soap and and you want to change the temperature, you can do it with your voice instead of trying to go over and burn yourself, right? That's hilarious. Well, let's talk about the giveaway here because we're going to run out of time, but the, the giveaway is so awesome. So we're going to give away this thermostat. You have to go over and register at aroundthehouseonline.com and just look for the contest button. It's over there. But here's the key. You got to have who Caroline's movie crush actor is. Aw, who am I now, in here's love a little, with? Here's a, little, here's a little tease. This is the little thing that you need to listen to. And this might be a clue for you. I'll see you in another life when we are both Aww. cats. <laughs> We're both cats. When you're both cats. And <laughs> if you were listening in the last couple of weeks to one of our episodes she gave that away as well. So there's there's two different places right there that you can grab who this is. So just go over to Around the House Online contests and uh, sign up over there and put in the keyword, which is who is Caroline's movie crush. That's how you get that. So much fun. And we've got, don't turn that dial because we've got our friends will be on here next. Yes. And we'll be talking about how we, how you can save money. Who doesn't want to save money, right? Mm. And learn about how these thermostats, these smart thermostats, I know a lot of you don't know how to utilize them, but they're user-friendly. You can actually, they've got even people who will help you put them in, right? They have the whole pro, Ecobee Pro to come install them for you and teach you how to use these. So even if you don't want it to be a DIY project, and if you look at it and go, wow, this is going to be way too expensive your local energy company might be helping pick up the tab mm. a little bit on that as well. So there's a lot of great things to do with Rebates. that. So let's go. Yeah. So let's run out. Let's run out to that real quick. I'm Eric G. I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around, Around the, the House. House. Come on. 
Hey, it's Eric G with Around the House. Are you looking to grow your business? Need a spokesperson for your company? Maybe an MC for an upcoming trade show? Or maybe you want to up your game and shoot some promotional videos? My team of experts would love to chat with you. Head to AroundTheHouseOnline.com and fill out the contact us form, and we'll set something up. Thanks for listening to Around the House. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.